let's continue with our lessons and meeting with the King of Kings. So now, let's talk about living with Hashem. Living with Hashem. We try to make clear that once you really feel that Hashem exists and sense that this Emuna is a life source, then the next step is to strive to clearly recognize that Hashem is right nearby. And the heart must come to really sense this. So this is going to literally take years of efforts, you know, years. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not the microwave, chick chuck. It's going to literally take years of effort. In fact, the Mesilas Yesharim in the chapter on fear of sin state that sensing Hashem's presence is the most difficult thing to be really grasped by the heart because the senses do not assist with this at all and the senses grasp only material things they can't perceive the creator and the only faculty in the person that can sense him is the divine soul within within you and so nothing can be perceived without corresponding tools and so the physical world is grasped through the bodily senses while godliness can only be sensed through the divine soul present in each and every one of us and we say in the morning blessings the soul you have placed in me is pure and that soul is the only entity that can sense Hashem who has no body or corporeal qualities and so as long as you have not succeeded in awakening the divine soul within you at least to some extent you can't feel that Hashem is nearby. You can't. So our main avoda in this area is to escape from the material world and begin to actually live in the spiritual world, not merely know about it. Even when a person learns Torah and you fulfill mitzvot, although you're dealing with divine matters, there's no guarantee that your soul is going to be engaged in this act. And when one can learn Torah solely with your brain and perform the mitzvot, with your physical hands and there's no guarantee that your essence is involved in the mitzvot and that the soul is at the forefront the soul is it yeah so in order to sense Hashem you have to involve more than the various parts of your body you have to first reach your soul it's very difficult to attain this feeling of closeness because the path to the soul is very long so if the soul does become somewhat exposed if you return to involvement with material things and the soul goes back into hiding again you might even attain a certain level of closeness but again Hazal have said of such attainments they are difficult to attain as vessels of gold but easy to lose as glass vessels so you'll not just acquire this level and keep it forever rather you're going to be advancing and retreating advancing and retreating so at first you're going to feel the closeness for a moment and then the feeling will then disappear and then it's going to return like maybe a week later and so on you understand so the soul's bond with the body is a wonder it says in the blessing so essentially the soul and body should be in conflict because just as water and fire cannot naturally join so is the bond of soul and body precluded by nature because if not for the fact that Hashem is constantly holding them together then a person would die has shalom so although the soul is held in the body it's hidden it's hidden within so you can't feel Hashem through it you can't 
So in order to feel Hashem, you have to strive to make the soul manifest. And this achievement will actually be a greater wonder than the basic connection between the body and the soul. And the more you return to engage in bodily matters, and especially if your thoughts are engrossed in bodily needs, you're going to forget about the soul and you're going to require much more difficult work in order to reawaken the prior condition. And so what can this be compared to? To a gas stove with no pilot light that has various degrees of flame intensity. If you turn up the fire to the highest degree and after and half an hour you lower the flame and then you want to restore the flame back to its prior level, you only need to slightly turn the knob to accomplish this. Why? Because the fire was not extinguished. There was only a change in its intensity. But if the flame is entirely extinguished, then you're going to need to bring matches and you have to create a new fire. And so that's our situation. If we are distracted for even a moment in our inner fire becomes extinguished, then we need to reawaken the power of the soul anew. And so the primary avoda is to build an inner altar with a fire constantly burning on it in the sanctuary of your heart. As the Torah says, the fire on the altar shall be kept burning continually and must never be extinguished. But still, even after you succeed in lighting that fire, you're still going to experience spiritual up and downs. And so this is much, nevertheless, preferred over the prior state of difficult to attain as gold vessels and easy to lose as glass vessels. So you have to know that sensing the creator is one of the most basic components of life. You must later become closer to him. But this prior stage is essential. You cannot sense the creator. If you cannot, then you can't become close to him. You have to work on this initial step for years in a genuine and very patient manner. So now let's try to provide some general guidance. And I hope everyone is really taking notes of all of this. And I, I hope that everyone is to the level where you can be at this stage. Because again, this is, takes a lot of lot of work. Yeah, and you have to be committed. If you really want to be connected to your God and you really want to be connected to Hashem at all times and you want to see Hashem's essence in your life and you want to be part of, let's say, being a partner in creation, then this, this is what it takes. So when you wake up in the morning, you say, Modeani, I thank you, O living and eternal king. So whom are you addressing? The master of the world. So while you're walking on the step that you we've been discussing, you have to start when you're working on the step that we were discussing. You have to start the day with more basic element than thanks. So before saying I thank you, you have to remember that there's someone you are thanking. You have to elevate where you sense Hashem to be. Is he distant, high in the heavens, or do you feel him nearby? And the initial thought that has to accompany you at, at, at this level upon awakening is addressing Hashem. I'm not alone. You are with me. You awakened me. So only after that, then you should say, I thank you. 
And the initial idea that should form the basis of your new day has to be this. Master of the world. I did not awaken into a world in which I'm alone. I awakened into a world which I have a companion. My companion is you, Hashem. And certainly it takes time until you succeed in reaching this state where it's the first thought upon awakening in the morning. And at first, you're going to forget. And then remember it only maybe two hours later. And gradually you're going to learn to remember until it becomes a habit. And this avoda can take weeks or months until you finally achieve the condition in which your initial thought is that you are living with Hashem. Now this doesn't mean that you're going to actually feel Hashem's presence at the beginning, but rather, as we said before, you will have complete faith that Hashem is present nearby. And here's an illustration of the degree of faith that we're, that we're seeking. Nowadays, cell phones are commonly used, right? So imagine that someone arrives from a faraway country where they're not familiar with this technology. And he asks a resident where he might find a public phone. The resident responds, don't trouble yourself. The public phone is far from here. So he pulls out from his pocket a small box and says, you're welcome to use mine. Now, what's this? Asked the tourist. The resident responds like a wireless phone. It works like a regular telephone. And the tourist looks at him quizzically and, and wonders to himself, did they really invent a new thing or is this guy crazy? He says to him, no, thank you. And he leaves. So later he approaches a second person and then a third. But everyone has the same response. So he thinks to himself, if three people have said the same thing, apparently I just haven't yet heard about this new wonder, but it can really be used for conversing. So he takes the tool in hand and presses the numbers on the pad and begins to speak. So in this case, when he starts speaking, he shouldn't think, perhaps someone hears me, but perhaps not. So if he would have taken the device from the first person while still doubting him, he would naturally have had reservations. But since three people said the same thing and he sees tens of people walking around and talking with this device, his thought is, oh, until now I didn't know, but now I know. So even when people, when speaking to an acquaintance 100 kilometers away, he's going to have a definite sense that that person hears him. Why? Because although he never used such an amazing device before, nevertheless, since everyone else is doing it, it has to really work. So similarly, a boy grows up in his parents' home and sees his parents talking on the phone. And gradually he comes to understand that one speaks here and can be heard elsewhere. And this is our example. So now let's consider its lesson. No one and not, not, no, not one and not two people have lived with the feeling that Hashem is really with them. The prophet spoke with Hashem as a man speaks with his friend. And so did the great people of each generation. We find thousands of people who related to Hashem in this way. So when you have this perspective, and do, do not think of yourself as some strange exception who's the first to talk to Hashem, but as a continuation of thousands of sadikim throughout the generations who maintain the life contact with Hashem. And you'll be able to speak to Hashem as if you're holding a phone in your hand and conversing when someone you don't see. And certainly this requires a lot of effort, tremendous effort. You have to keep thinking about this and keep trying to feel it. But the main thing is not to give up. Do not give up. You have to keep trying and be confident that Hashem is here and listening. In the Sepharim, there's a principle that everything follows the beginning. So if you start the day with the awareness that Hashem is nearby, you will possess the key to feeling His closeness throughout the entire day. 
In the morning when you rise, wash your hands, go towards the bathroom. In the process, you should think, am I alone or am I with someone? Then you should turn to Hashem and say to him, I know that I'm not alone. I know you are here with me. And you'll go, let's say, to the synagogue. If you're privileged to be among the first, let's say, uh, people there, you know, and so you should say to Hashem, am I alone in the synagogue or are you with me? And so you should repeat this point again and again and again without fail until you are privileged to live at all times with the feeling that Hashem is present. And there's many applications depending on each person's situation. But the common theme is that half an hour must not pass and with time even less than that without remembering and saying to Hashem, I am not here alone. You are with me. You are with me. And if there are other people present, say, I'm not only with these people, I'm also with you. So it's written. It's not good for man to be alone. And I'll make for him a complimentary helpmate. And this is how man is made. It's not good for him to be alone. Everyone has an inner need to connect to something. Each person has moments. And for some, these are long periods of time in which he may be in the company of other people, yet inside he feels lonely. And everyone is affected by this to some degree. And, and for most, this is a rare occurrence. On the other hand, there are some poor souls whose whole life is like this. But it doesn't apply to each person one way or another. And it applies to us, all of us. Let's imagine that a person is alone at night and no one is home. He feels lonely. So what does one do? What does one do? He immediately tries to call someone because it's hard to be alone. So true, it's not good for man to be alone, but your real companion should be Hashem. Whenever you feel lonely, you should recognize this truth, though it may not always be possible to act upon it. When you're alone at home and feeling lonely, don't rush to the phone to speak to a friend, but rather stop and think, why did Hashem create in me this feeling of loneliness? And after thinking, you're going to understand that loneliness is a means for realizing that you cannot live here alone. That the way to solve the problem of loneliness is not the superficial method. Hashem wants us to solve the problem by connecting to Him. So when you sit at home and you feel lonely, you have to first remember that this loneliness derives from the fact that the soul does not feel Hashem's presence. You have to collect your thoughts and say to yourself, I know that Hashem brought me to this feeling of loneliness so that I would connect to Him. I also know that I'm not yet at that level. But Hashem wants me to get there. He wants to get me to that level. He's not allowing me to forget the truth. That's why He's constantly arousing in me the feeling of loneliness. And this way I will be inspired and remember that the only way to fill the inner emptiness is only through Him. So on the Pasuk, and Yaakov remained alone, there's a well-known comment of Azal that relates to the phrase, and Hashem alone will be exalted on that day. That's to say, the alone of Yaakov Avinu is connected to the alone of Hashem. The Pasuk likewise states, Behold, it's a people that dwells alone and is not counted among the nations. And once the alone of a Jew connects to the alone of the Creator, then there is real companionship. So if you merely feel, allow feelings of loneliness to dissipate, or you try to dispel them by getting together with other people without considering why you feel lonely, then you miss the point of being placed in that state. 
Hashem is giving you a gift, a reminder. Know that the reason you feel lonely is that you don't feel me. And when you will truthfully feel me, you will never again feel lonely. Every taint of loneliness must be used to instill in the soul a great recognition that the purpose of it all is to feel the Creator so that He will fill the emptiness. If you do decide to ameliorate the loneliness in other ways, you have to first stop to say to Hashem, I know why you gave me the loneliness. I even know the real way to feel the emptiness of the loneliness I feel. And this loneliness is your gift to me so that I will use it to connect to you. But master of the world, I'm not yet at that level. I'm not. Please help me so that my love, my soul will not feel lonely. And if a moment of loneliness does come, I, I will find companionship through you. And elaborate in this fashion according to your ability and only after that, only after that, then make contact with others while sustaining the recognition that you're not yet on the proper level. And how, how will you know that you've reached the proper level? How, how would you know that? It's when you reach the state in which you feel, you never feel lonely. You will know that you have attained the proper awareness of the Creator. So as long as you're seized by pangs of loneliness, even if rarely, you've not fully acquired this level. It may not be possible to perfectly acquire such a level, but you must acquire it to the extent that you can. So it takes years. It takes years to attain this awareness. It's not that you will toil for years without feeling a thing. Of course, when you, when, when, when you strive, there are degrees of advancement, but you have to yearn for the state of behold. It is a people that dwells alone. The level of and Yaakov remained alone. And as mentioned, this is a secret of bonding with the one who is described as and Hashem alone will be exalted on that day. So, Bezat Hashem, may Hashem help us with the Yedda help each of us to identify the source of loneliness and recognize this gift as being from Hashem until we are all privileged to cleave to Him and arrive soon at the complete fulfillment of Hashem alone will be exalted on that day. Baruch Adonai le'olam. Amen ve'amen.